Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast that's in your life today. Just a couple of days right after we do our last episode and everything was going good, everything was going fine. I'm thinking to myself, all right, what can I talk about today? And then a tidal wave of just more news and everything just happening at once. And instead of me dolling around about it and talking about my personal life or anything else that's going on, you know what? Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time to dive in. And we're going to dive in with all the news and happenings in the world of comic books because we have a bunch of shit to talk about. So let's not delay any further. Today, we're going to go into Captain Marvel 2, Doom Patrol Season 2, Iron Man, and so on and so forth. New releases, new dates, productions is going on. Oh my goodness. If I, I have so much stuff to talk about, but let's not waste any more time, shall we? This episode of the podcast gives a shout out to Iron Man VR. It is now coming out on July 3rd. On the PS4. So if you want the chance to be like Tony Stark. And if you want the chance to be in one of those Iron Man suits. If you want to fly around. And if you want to shoot some beams. Shoot some missiles. Do whatever you got to do to be the rich billionaire playboy philanthropist. Flying high in the sky. Iron Man VR is the one for you. The game coming out on PS4 July 3rd. Mark those dates down. Be there or be triangular. Jeff Hardy's words not mine. In any case, let's get started, shall we? So a bunch of news have actually happened, and for the first thing which came out a couple of days ago, it has been said that Captain Marvel 2 is now eyeing and seeking a new director, a female director. Her name is Michelle McLaren. I apologize if I'm butchering that name, but that's how I'm seeing it in my mind. Michelle McLaren. And apparently she has a lot of credibility because she is a television director and directed Game of Thrones, a few episodes, Breaking Bad for a few episodes, even The Walking Dead. Hell, one of the shows that's coming out right now that is apparently a huge hit, Westworld. She directed a few of those episodes as well. So basically, Captain Marvel 2 is sending out the bat signal and it needs the new director. And chances are that Michelle McLaren could be the person to actually do it. Now... I understand in my Looking Back episode, I went hard on Captain Marvel, the first movie. I really did. And most of it has to do with the direction that the movie even had. Let's face it. it, To me, it was bland, boring. It was a big old bowl of bland spaghetti. And I will say that till the day I die. That's how it is. That's how I feel. So the fact that this movie that 
the direction that they want to take it to is for a female director with actual credibility in the television world, it actually makes me want to jump on the train again. It makes me want to jump on the Captain Marvel train. I really do. I don't want her to fail, and I don't want to hate her. I really don't. It's just the directors and the writers, apparently they did it together. They co-wrote and directed the first film. Their names are Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden. No idea who the fuck they are, and I don't even want to know who the fuck they are. But basically, they co-wrote and directed the film, and it had no style whatsoever. So the fact that they're actually getting away from the project and they're focusing more on the Disney Plus show Miss Marvel, it, isn't that a coincidence? They're, they're stepping down for Captain Marvel and they're going to focus on Miss Marvel. So, wow, that's, that's going to be very interesting to actually see on the streaming service. Can't wait to see that. But Captain Marvel 2, I'm actually excited about it, you know? Because, let's face it. I understand that there's been a lot of talk and I understand that there's been a lot of people that were up in arms over my reaction and a lot of other people's reactions and they were like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't really understood the movie. Trust me when I say I've dissected as much as I could. And like I said, it was my opinion over why I didn't dislike the movie. But the fact that they actually have a credible director or they're trying to seek a credible director to take over the project, I'm all for it. I really am. And no, I don't want to hear, oh, well, she's a television director, so what the hell does she have to offer for the movie directing? Like, no, stop. First of all, you need to open your mindset, okay? Those shows and episodes are clearly around an hour to an hour and a half long. So if she can do that, she can certainly do it for a film. As long as there's not much studio interference and we get full support and full control to her directing her vision, then that's exactly what she's going to do. Because let's face it, Martin Scorsese was the television director. Alfred Hitchcock was a television director. Hell, the Russo brothers were television directors. And they all switched over to film. And there are many film directors that switch over to television. So... It's not unheard of, and as long as their credibility keeps in check, as long as they provide a good, solid resume of their work, I'm all for it. Hell, like I said, I might get back on the Captain Marvel train again, if that's the case. But, if the rumors are true, and they choose this director, I'm all for it. 2022, let's see what happens. Another piece of news comes in with Doom Patrol. Season 2 coming out on June 25th and it will be making the debut simultaneously not only on the DC Universe streaming service but also HBO Max. Now, I have very interesting thoughts to talk about in terms of that but first and foremost let me say this. Doom Patrol, Jesus, one of my favorite DC shows ever in the history of comic book shows. Jesus Christ, like this show... This show delivered in so many ways, it was fucking ecstatic. The characters were awesome, the story was great, the chemistry between the characters, and the fact that it's raunchy and it's weird in its own way, and I love every minute of it. I love Crazy Jane, I love Brendan Fraser's Robot Man, I love all the characters, I love the show in its entirety, so with that being said, I can't wait for season 2, and it's coming out on the same day Venom Let There Be Carnage is coming out on as well? What, guy? What, my guy? Oh my goodness, oh, Boner City, Jesus, oof. 
Oh, man. But at the same time, though, coming out on both the DC Universe and HBO Max, both streaming services' parent company is Warner Media, and I wonder if they has anything to do with the higher-ups not believing that DC Universe would have lasted as long as it did when it launched late 2018. I honestly believe that they're using the HBO Max as a way to actually get more subscribers in order to provide more content and to see that their market is not just a niche for just comic book shows or comics or movies or anything along those lines. Which makes me wonder if that's the case and they launch HBO Max, which apparently is the rival streaming service to Netflix, if they launch HBO Max, is the DC Universe going to go away, or is it going to be a streaming service where you can just read comics, like Comixology for Marvel, or any of the other apps that goes on where you have to pay a subscription? These are very interesting times to say the least, because apparently it's not just that show that is going to be introduced to HBO Max, but a couple of other shows have been picked up by other networks. Swamp Thing is picked up by the CW, and Swamp Thing was a great show, a great horror show. Swamp Thing will be picked up by the CW, and Stargirl, which will make her debut on the DC Universe streaming service literally next Monday. And she will be picked up by the CW as well. So, like I said, I wonder if this has anything to do with the higher-ups not really caring much about the streaming service right now. Only time will tell in terms of what it's going to be. I've been using it for like a couple of years, and... Honestly, I really do enjoy it. I love listing my comics in specific categories. I like watching certain shows whenever they come up. It's easy to use. It's easy to manage. But I understand everything is a business. And if their thing is not working and they're wasting so much money on the streaming service that is not really getting that many subscribers all over the world, then maybe it is time to cut it loose. And if that's the case, then I may have to switch over to HBO Max because HBO Max is not only going to be debuting Season 2 of Doom Patrol, it's also going to have Green Lantern, and it's also going to have the Justice League Dark series. Because apparently the movie was just the last of the movie. And I did say a few episodes ago, I did ask myself and I asked you guys what exactly would be next for Justice League Dark. And in this case, the series may continue only this time on HBO Max. And who knows if that's going to get transferred over to the DC Universe. So, it's like I said, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Next up on the news, film and television projects can resume productions in the UK. And what are those projects? Well, you got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that I can't wait to see because it's directed by Sam Raimi. Hell yeah, fucking hallelujah. You got Moon Knight, which may or may not have Keanu Reeves, a.k.a. Neo, a.k.a. John Wick, a.k.a. the fucking Matrix himself, and being the lead role. And you also have Ant-Man 3, the return of Paul Rudd, a dude that for some odd reason doesn't fucking age at all. And if those projects are being resumed in the UK, I can't wait to watch them. Because now everything is up in the air with the whole virus thing. Everything is up in the air. I understand that I gave my slates in terms of when the certain movies and projects are going to be coming out. But let's face it. As I said before, everything is subjected to change. But it's good to hear and it's good to know that the projects that we would love to see, that we are dying to see, will be resumed in the UK. And it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Speaking of the UK... Word just in that Black Widow will actually be released in theaters in the UK 10 days before us. Ain't that some shit? 
wow, 10 days before us. I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping that there are no spoilers that comes from any of the people that either review it or critique it or put it on YouTube or thumbnails. You know how every time you go on YouTube and you try not to spoil yourself about something and then for some odd reason, there's always a thumbnail about a particular thing. It always happens with video games and it always happens with movies. I, I just don't fucking get it. I really don't. I fucking hate that. But, like I said, we're just going to have to be patient. Black Widow will be coming out in November, and hopefully, hopefully it's a good one. I'm really hoping it's a good one. Last up on the final news, we got New Mutants. And its release, hopefully, will not be delayed again on August 28th. So mark your calendars down. The last supposed movie of Fox, a horror movie, coming out, New Mutants, on August 28th. 2020. This, to me, is the equivalent of Tony Ferguson versus Habib. A fight that's been rescheduled five times, and then it's never going to happen. This is a movie that's been rescheduled four times, either with reshoot problems, or with things that was going on behind the scenes, or the coronavirus, or anything along those lines. New Mutants apparently is the next movie to watch, and everyone is all up in arms about it because we really, really want to see it. I thought it was going to get released on Hulu, either on Hulu or maybe on the Disney Plus. But apparently Disney Plus obviously has family-friendly content, and being a horror movie, I don't think that would fly. But I'm pretty sure that if the movie actually makes well and it doesn't flop or bomb, chances are it's going to get released on Hulu and it's going to get released on any other streaming service that we may watch. If anything... I'm willing to predict that the Disney Plus streaming service may have some rated R content after they find a way to integrate Deadpool or even work on a Deadpool film in it of themselves. I honestly believe Deadpool will be able to open the door for that. However, it could go in favor with movies like you see on the USA Network or TNT or even on FX where you have rated R movies and then all of a sudden they had to cut out numerous content just to ensure they don't swear or the sex scenes are out or whichever the case may be and I'm pretty sure they're probably going to do the same thing with Disney plus if Deadpool actually succeeds very very well but as I said that's just my guess that's all we have for today on this episode of the podcast wow we actually drove through that very very quickly but you know I just had to get my points across because there was so much to talk about Hopefully, I was able to entertain you in my best way. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to grow this podcast. I've been having a few requests to start a second podcast in terms of doing something along the lines of just talking about my personal experiences and just talking about life choices in general for it to be a little bit therapeutic because a lot of you have been asking me about it and I'm on the fence because... I don't know, like, a part of me is on the fence about it, and I don't know why. Um, it's not that I don't want to overindulge myself in terms of doing that podcast with this one, but I, I want to plan accordingly, and I want to ensure that the topics that I talk about, I would actually make sense in, because if it is about my life experiences, then it definitely wants to be relatable to you, and I want to see exactly where that goes, but... Nothing is set in stone. Everything is still brainstorming. And who knows, if I do make a second podcast, I'll definitely let you know. 
But once again, as I said, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, continue to follow, continue to subscribe, continue to share. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your cat, tell your fish. Hell, tell an, an imaginary friend, Billy Bob Bob, Billy Billy. I have one. Don't worry about it. He's right here. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Okay, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just being a goofball. If you have any questions that you want to ask me, you can hit me up on Twitter. I realized that I made a mistake last time in terms of my Twitter username, but this is the actual one. OTC Volume 2. Volume is completely spelled out. OTC Volume 2. That's O-T-C-V-O-L-U-M-E-2. The number 2. OTC Volume 2 on Twitter, and the MG Voices on my Instagram. If you want to ask me any questions that you want about comic books, about anything in particular, hit me up. Let's share. Let's let's have a discussion. Hell, let's do a Q&A. Fuck it. I don't care. You can ask me anything. It's a no-holds-barred game. <laughs> no-holds-barred. Like always, let's end this podcast on a superhero quote of the day, and this one is from Iron Man. Ain't that something? This episode starts with Iron Man, it's going to end with Iron Man, because why the hell not? You start with something pure, something exciting, then come the mistakes, the compromises, we create our own demons. And my reaction to that is, our angels and demons go hand in hand in every single thing that we do in our lives, it's all a matter of finding that good balance, you can't have one without the other. Sometimes our mistakes led us to where we are now, and it's another reason why we look back in order to move forward. We have to look back at our mistakes in order to move forward to learn from them. And that's what makes us better human beings every single day with the choices that we make. Huh, just gave a little bit of a lecture. (laughs) As of right now, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.